On this episode of Windy City Joes, we talked to a man who I forgot to ask him about his glasses because I've never seen him without his glasses until he actually took them off in the interview. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, you have eyeballs. LB Shane, my boy, County Rhodes, album backslider. He's the shit. I don't really know how else to say it. Super down to earth. Uh, and I probably could have talked to him for another hour and a half. Yeah, honestly, he was so easy to talk to. Very down to earth. You said, and also did throw me off when he took off his glasses because I was like, "Holy shit!" Like, yeah. <laughs> I've never seen him without his. Yeah, glasses. I like you know what I mean. Like when you only see people, it was kind of like with Josh Kaiser. Like you just a guy you only see with yeah, glasses. It's like, wait, you have, and then you see him take eyeballs? off their glasses, and you're like, "Whoa, you're a human!" Like, <laughs> it's just it's crazy. <laughs> um, shout out to LB Shane. He's going to be helping me big time for my brother's wedding gift. I hope my brother's not listening to this right now. Um. But oh, yeah. yeah, he won't. He's busy. He has a wedding to get ready. Yeah, he's super busy. <laughs> All right. Well, we hope you guys enjoy the rest of the episode. And shout out to LB for chatting with us. Such a cool guy. I'm never drinking again. Put a hurting on my credit card. I must have bought tequila shots for everybody at the bar. So you were literally just nominated for New Male Artist of the Year. A, congratulations. B, how is Vegas and how is the ACMs? Well, the vodka and the tequila really works in <laughs> Vegas. I found that out. Uh, no, it's, uh, it seems like that's pretty cliche for that to, uh, to be the first response when you get back from Vegas, but there's just something about it, man. I don't know. Uh, I had to wake up one morning and, and post on Instagram that there was someone who looked a lot like me running around acting really stupid the night before, but I assured them <laughs> it wasn't, wasn't actually me. No, it was great, man. We went out there. I took my, my wife, my sister came out and, uh, and stay with the baby for us so my wife and I could have a good time and, you know, have a little bit of freedom for the first time in seven months. My boys stayed back at home with the grandparents and everything. But it was just cool to see all the see all the people from the industry and the, and all the artists kind of hanging out and, and having a good time together. And the the coolest thing I think about about it all is just seeing how the camaraderie between so many, you know, diverse people out there. I just didn't know what to expect. That was the first time I was ever around that many artists and people from the industry at one time. So that was pretty cool. I feel like, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel for you, life has moved pretty fast in the past year or two. So like, did it kind of hit you when you were around with around just all these amazing artists and professionals in the music industry like, while walking around the ACMs? Yeah, dude. Uh, I mean... It's kind of like, did somebody screw up the paperwork? <laughs> you know how? Did <laughs> but uh, it, yeah, man, it's it's been like I've been trying to do something with music. I've been trying all my life, but I mean, I've been really going after it for almost six years now. Um, they call it a ten-year town, so we shaved maybe a few years off, but the last year and a half really has just been has been all of the uh, the stuff happening at once. There's been so many firsts that has just been 
great kind of a crazy whirlwind. I, I wore these boots on the red carpet that I wore for my first Opry performance, my first tour, my first time playing Bonnaroo stage. And, uh, you know, they're kind of wore out and usually you'd want to wear nice new stuff to red carpet, but, uh, those boots kind of meant something that kind of, I don't know, uh, symbolized all, all these firsts and, and, uh, you know, just how I've had to kind of carry myself through it all so fast. Well, I mean, and they're, they're sentimental. Like where'd you get them from? What are, what are the story on the boots? I want to dive deep into them. Oh man, they're, uh, they're not anything too crazy special. I was at a, uh, boot store in Gatlinburg, Tennessee, and, uh, I seen them and they just looked really unique for a pair of snakeskin boots. And they, the guy, they were for self, they were, I think they were like 320 or something. And I found them online for like 260 or 270. And, and I went up and I was like, Hey, do you guys price match? <laughs> and he was like, <laughs> they were like yeah we do and then i showed him that price and he got pissed off and i was like well i was like you said i said i don't have to buy them i was you know i just was wondering if i could get them a little cheaper you know but, uh, <laughs> but they're just uh they're uh they're made by Cowtown. uh it's like a, a handmade boot company out of texas or something but i i've just never seen a pair that look like that so uh i try to I try to find stuff that's as original as possible. I just, I, it's kind of cool to, to have these one off, like little handmade things every now and then, especially when you can find them for a decent price, which is not very often. It, if, uh, if you decided to rock those snakeskin boots back in Caneyville, Kentucky, do you think you'd get any weird looks or would people be like, oh, oh LV's just being LV? Shit, son. I was rocking snakeskin boots one day and, vans the next back in the day you know so it, it wouldn't be no big deal no I, my i think my first pair of cowboy boots was like a, a pair of little imitation uh snake skins little black and white snake skins i i still remember those things when i was really little you know just putting them on and going to church in them that was my my church boots so uh no man i don't think anybody think too much about it especially after knowing knowing me i was i was known for wearing some weird weird shit back in the day (laughs) (laughs) oh man i mean there's nothing wrong with that you gotta you know you gotta express yourself somehow Um, especially with oh go ahead go ahead no no i wasn't interrupting i just said yeah man um what and it brings me to your hat that you're wearing right now please them all i know your album is kind of just about you and like going through these ups and downs and battling with I don't know, setbacks and then finding your way back. And I know you're, you've talked about, I think it was an interview with Bobby Bones. Um, you were talking about that too, especially with your dad. Has there, because I'm sure there's came a time where you have to understand that you truly can't please everybody, either with your music or your words. And it's like, has that ever gotten to you mentally or do you kind of just look past it? Oh, I mean, it gets to me all the time, man. I just try to, uh, I think that you should be judged by your actions, you know, and, and not, not your, uh, your immediate thoughts or, you know, because like, I feel like you should always try to be in some kind of state of, of learning from whoever you're around or whatever situation you're in or something. It's like, there's a lot of things that, you know, from where I was raised or how I was raised, there's, 
I, I've found a, you know, I've found some faults in that along the way, and I've and I've had to go out and kind of culturalize myself and and put myself around diverse groups of people and and learn more, uh, you know. So it's like I might and I might have initial feelings, like somebody might say something I disagree with, and and my initial thought might be, "What the f- do you mean?" You know, but. <laughs> But instead of saying that right off the bat, I might think that. But if I give them a chance to, and like talk to them or something and see what their perspective is, you know, you never know if you could be wrong. So it's like, you know, can't please them all. I mean, this this hat is I love what it says. And I think it says so much more than than just those four little words. It's just like, you know, you got to be you. And no matter how hard you try, you're never going to make everybody happy. You know, but but just try to, I don't know, just try to do what makes your heart feel good every day. And, and you know, I fail at that miserably sometimes, but but I do try to uh, I do try to just, you know, learn as I go. And and uh, there's so many there's so many social constructs and and political issues and, and all this shit that's changing these days. Right. And, and some of it's right. And some of it is, oh, my God, what in the hell are we doing? You know, but. You don't, you can't figure out which one it is unless you give it a chance. Well, I feel like if you are trying to spend most of your time to please them all, like you're, you're holding yourself back too from what, who you are and what you, I guess, can be as well. Cause you're so worried about the narrative of yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one thing like with our music, uh, it's, I feel like it's so easy. I've seen it so many times for, for artists to come into this town, end up getting a deal uh, with a record label or something, and and then feeling like their job then is to keep that deal. And to keep that deal, you have to make sure that everyone that you're working with on your team, your your management, your label, your everybody, you you've got to do what is going to make all of them happy. And I think what's awesome about where where I've been is like it's not I don't come at it from like an from a you know I don't know a, a pretentious point of view or, or whatever the word I'm looking for is but it's just like man I've got to be able to lay my head down at night knowing that I was I was me today you know if that was if that was the way that I wrote a song or what I said in a writing session with other writers or how I played guitar or or whatever I I just I I don't ever want to lay my head down at night thinking that I was trying to be someone else because I won't be able to sleep good, you know. And uh, right, I I feel super blessed that uh, you know, the team I do have just does really does nothing but encourage me to be who I am. I work with Broken Bow Records, and um, those those guys over there and girls over there uh, have. Seriously, just killed it, man. I mean, we didn't even, I don't even think we turned in the last eight songs that we cut on my record. We just told them we were going in the studio and they were like, all right, man, have fun. You know, so <laughs> and I was like, here's my records. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like um, uh, your song County Roads is one of probably my favorite song by you. Um, but more specifically, it's the introduction to that song that really hits home. I got a public education, but it didn't come from class. It came from long ride, um, home, long rides home on the bus in the back that hits home for me because 
in high school, I went to like a high school in bumfuck nowhere. And my dad always told me that I was street smart, but my brother was uh, book smart. Yeah. So I was just like, yeah, hey, I remember man. those. Um, <laughs> common sense ain't that common these days, you know, and, and I think you'll learn a lot of common sense on the bus because if – you, you know, you do the right thing, then a fist is going to teach you not to do it again. Or if you do, you know, it's, it's that's true, man. I mean, I was 630 in the morning. I was one of the first kids on the bus. So I thought I had to be in the very back because I like to sit in the back. Well, that's where the high schoolers sit. So I sit back with the high schoolers and the, and the middle schoolers in the back of the bus when I was young. And I was an annoying little shit. So, you know, I had to learn a lot of lessons quick. <laughs> well i'm i'm 90 sure there's uh i don't know the lyrics by heart obviously you do but there's a line in there where it's talking about throwing a punch and catching a punch yeah yeah throw a punch catch a punch, steal a kiss you know so there's a you learn you learn how to uh learn how to take you know take a beating maybe and maybe get one if you need to and, and you learn a little bit about love too man and it's just, it's all, you know, for every action, there's an opposite but equal reaction. And I think that uh, Newton's law is very prevalent. Uh, what was on uh, bus number 9204 when I was growing up anyway. Um, a, so another thing about County Roads, what does that song mean to you? And like, what do you want it to mean to your audience? And then whose idea was it in the music video to stand on the bus and string your, string your guitar? <laughs> Uh, we'll start with that. That was uh, that was my dude, Josh Mendez. So uh, when I first came to town, uh, this guy named Josh Mendez did a couple videos for me, and he's done every video since except for the My Boy Music video, uh, which you know he's we're we're working into that. He's going to be ended up working on some some music videos later in the future, uh, but. He's just, he's super brilliant. And uh, we, we have a lot of fun creating these storylines and stuff for these, these videos together. You know, we got one coming out for each song on the, on the entire record. You know, over the next few months, you'll see a lot more of that stuff. But, uh, <clears throat> but no, County Roads, man. I mean, my boy was very much the best sides of who who I am at my core, you know, but didn't really paint a very well-rounded picture of me. Uh, County Roads is just more of the mistakes made, lessons learned from them, at, you know, the, the foundational mistakes made, lessons learned. And uh, it just sounds like, you know, the soundtrack to, to my adolescence and, and, and teenage years and, I mean, I love cars, so there's some car referencing in there, and you know, I I would say I love girls. I love my I love my girl now, my only girl. But uh, but back then, you know, but uh, I love this I love this one girl back in the day, and and I found out how quick that can slip away, you know. So that was all part of it too. Um, I think if, if you've ever, have you ever seen the movie uh, American Graffiti or Days and Confused. Yeah. Oh yeah. So those we started writing that song, and um, I went home after the we wrote like the first verse and chorus, and then we called it a day because we'd been there all day looking for something. And then I went home, and in between those writing sessions, I ended up watching both of those movies, and I just like I really wanted to see that picture, that coming of age picture that was painted in um, American Graffiti or Days and Confused, but in more of a 
late nineties, early two thousand setting. So what I was going for. Um, and I correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm ninety percent sure you wrote that song with Dan Couch as well, who uh I was reading an article on you and he called you the biggest hillbilly that he knows. And so no, I love it. I love it. I got I got hillbilly tattooed on my shoulder, so I can't deny it. But um yeah, I did. I wrote with Dan Couch and Oscar Charles. I'm actually in Oscar's studio right now at his at his house in the nations over here in Nashville. But uh this is the room that we wrote County Roads in. Uh I was sitting on that couch right back there behind me and Oscar was sitting where I'm at at the uh the control station here. And uh We'd been kicking around ideas all day, man. It just wasn't getting anywhere. And Oscar picked up a guitar and plugged some stuff in and started pushing buttons and strum that wah, wah, wah. Yeah. And I was like, what in the hell is this monstrosity of a noise, you know? <laughs> and uh, so I was like, dude, what? We're trying to find a song. Why don't we just tell the damn truth? Yeah. I was like, you know, I, I got a public education, but it didn't come from class. It came from the long rides home on the bus in the back. I said, hell, that even kind of rhymes. Let's just go with that, you know. And uh, <laughs> so it, it made it a lot easier just, you know, just reaching back and telling the truth. And and Dan goes in the kitchen, and I told him, I was like, man, I don't know how to get there, but it would be so cool if we could just call this song County Roads. And then Dan goes in the kitchen for 20 seconds and walks back in and is like, has the whole damn chorus written. And then, uh, you know, we just got back together later on and, and figured it out. And I put that little breakup story in there. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm being very tangential, but, uh, but I'm getting somewhere. This, I went to my hometown with Josh Mendez uh, and we were shooting some video stuff. And my buddy pulls up who I hadn't seen since I graduated high school. And he's talking to me and I, it was so good to see him. And he, he leaves and I look at Josh and I was like, that's the dude from County roads and with the pickup truck. And we get in our car and we go down the road and I see him sitting in the gas station parking lot, waving me down. And I pull in beside him and he was like, did you put me in one of your songs? <laughs> I was like, uh, you took off in a, uh, in a truck with a buddy of mine? He said, yeah. I said, yeah, I did. And I was like, I was so glad somebody was there with me to see that moment. <laughs> That's awesome. That's got to be like the best like way to be like. Hey, I appreciate you. Yeah, like, did you? <laughs> like, <that's, laughs> Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, I mean, he wasn't upset about it, right? Oh, no, no, he, 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 well, he was like, he was like, I didn't do nothing with her, man. She was with blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, but when they called me, she was with you. <laughs> I, I love how he's like going back to the moment. He's like, no, 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 it wasn't me, man. It wasn't he me. doesn't care about like how cool it is that he's in your fucking song. He's just like, no, dude, like, <laughs> don't rat on me. Don't snitch on me. Come yeah. on. <laughs> Small town shit, you know, but uh, that song really started the record, man. I had my boy when I came into my deal, and I thought I had a bunch of other songs, but my label sent me down and was like, hey, you've, we feel like you only got one song, LB. And I was like, hey, I feel like y'all are full of shit. I feel like I got a lot. <laughs> but, but you know, they it they were right. Um, I got to give it to them, man. And, and County Roads was the first song I wrote after my – 
my record deal uh, that that's on the record. And it really just kind of set the pace for the rest of the record. And, you know, it, it gave us kind of a, a roadmap to be like, how, how honest can we be with where I come from, where I've been, where I'm at now. And so that ended up, you know, it, it gave us a, a direction for the, for the record, but it also ended up first giving me a direction for the EP we came out with called County Roads, which was very, you know, based on my upbringing. And then it created the first chapter of my record, which I call the Days and Confused Years. You know, I think it's like track two through uh, whatever rocket science. I can't remember the, the numbers right now, but the second song through rocket science is called the days and confused years. And I, and the reason that chapter one starts on the second song is because the first song is kind of like a, a, a preface. It's a very circular song. It's, you know, all the things I've run from that, you know, you inevitably end up running right back into, uh, at different parts in your life. And, uh, it's also a big tribute to my wife because, you know, she's, I'm always trying to run circles around, keep up with her, but, uh, or she probably feels like she's trying to keep up with me, but I'm just trying not to lose her. <laughs> Isn't she a power lifter? Isn't she strong as shit? She is strong as shit. I don't want her to kick me. That's for damn sure. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, man, that'd be an ass kicking from hell, but, uh, yeah, man. So she she started training a couple of years before we had the baby. She competed. She got to compete one time before we had the baby, and she she won her class. Um, Hell yeah! And now she's just got back into the gym. Last few months, you know, she's she's felt like she could get back in there. Our baby's seven months old now, but man, she looked she looked friggin' banging on the red carpet this weekend. It was she. It was awesome. I love that dress she wore and everything. Uh, don't get now, me started. She... I ain't seen her in a couple of days, y'all. You gotta calm down with the talking about the wife stuff. I'm, I'm lonely. <laughs> <laughs> well, did she help you pick out your outfit for the for the ACMs, or was that all you? No, uh, I worked with uh, with a lady named Katie Robbins, who is um, who's a stylist here in town. I've I've always done my own stuff, and uh, I started working with Katie back in uh right before we did the record uh the photo shoot for the the album cover and i love how you know katie is like she'll get you out of your comfort zone like i was wearing those baggy britches on the red carpet like like those baggy kind of uh r&b style dress slacks and uh she and then she got me like this textured black on black leopard print shirt and she showed it to me at first and i was like what in the hell is this? Uh, but uh, I put it on. I was like, "All right, all right." So if we, if as long as we throw some snake skins on here, then then I'm good. But she also she she found you know we went in and she had all these sequin dresses and stuff for my wife that was very uh very red carpet kind of looking stuff. But when she when she grabbed that that leather dress. And Mandy put it on. I was like, damn, I'm going to look like a priest. My wife's going to look like Pam Anderson, 1996. I'm down with this. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love it. I love it. I mean, you know, why not? Why not? Um, uh, what do you know about Joe's on Weed Street? I just, I don't know anything about Joe's other than 
I've looked at pictures. I've heard people talk about it for years. It's uh, it's a bucket list place to play. You know, Joe's is up there with uh, with uh, I think it's called Jones Beach up in New York uh, with the Red Rock out in California. It's a, you know uh, Green Hall in Texas. I mean, there's there's a lot of places that are kind of bucket list places to play, and and Joe's is definitely one of those for me. So I'm looking forward to it. We are uh, definitely looking forward to having you in the city. March 31st, that Thursday, LV Shane will be at Joe's. We are pumped. We are going to be waiting for that strung of county roads. That way we can uh, rock our asses off pretty much. Um, do recommend, like, are you going to get any deep dish pizza while you're here? Or Of course. You? Yeah, yeah. What's Have you up? been to Chicago? I, I played the amphitheater last year. Um uh, what's it called over by the casino? Um, it's big black uh, amphitheater. It's really cool looking place. Is it in Chicago? Is that in Tinley? At Tinley, yes. Yeah, the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. Yes. So mm. we played there, and somebody brought us this pizza that had the sauce on the top. Is that sound right? <laughs> deep, yeah, deep, it's dish. deep dish. <laughs> Oh, well, hell, I, I didn't know that. In, in Kentucky, deep dish just means that you cook it in a deep dish. <laughs> it's still got the sauce on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do uh, things a little bit unorthodox here in Chicago. <laughs> I, I love it. What's uh, So what was that, What was this place called? It's like it's a super popular Chicago pizza place. Like everybody was like, uh, this is the pizza you eat when you come here. Was it Lou Malnati's or was it Giordano's? Shit, I don't know. I got to know now, though. Hang on. I'm going to shoot. Or is Gino's East? There's honestly so many. There's There's so many, and it's honestly hard to find bad pizza in this city. What was the pizza? But if you're looking for good pizza, I would recommend Lou Malnati's. Or Pequod's. Pequod's. Pequod's is a weird word, man. (laughs) Pequod's is a weird word. Like uh, what's that? Yeah. What's that one fruit? There's a like a fruit that's a really weird word that kind of pequod kind of reminded me. Oh, a kumquat. That sounds dirty. <laughs> <laughs> I've never eaten a kumquat. I don't even know if I've ever seen a kumquat. I don't know how to spell kumquat. <laughs> I don't know how to spell kumquat, and I don't want to try. <laughs> <laughs> we could all try together. <laughs> <laughs> um, LB, before we let you go, um, I have okay i was gonna say i have a personal connection with you but i don't have a personal connection with you but i already have i already love you before this interview because of a relationship you may not know that you have with my brother so like so uh i literally put a timeline in the notes so my brother started dating uh his now fiance in 2018 and she has a young boy whose name is Theo. And at the time when they started dating, he was four. Um, so, uh, September 2021 20, was when my boy was released. I know you wrote it in like 2016, but was it released then? I think we put it out right before Father's Day of 2020. In September of 21 is when we went to uh, country radio. Yes. So yes, that's when we went to country radio. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Um, so in May, my brother literally DM'd you and was just like, uh, this song is literally hit home for him because he's 
in the process of being a stepfather and he dm'd you just like thanking you for the music and how much it meant to him uh and you responded <laughs> you responded to him uh with the video thanking for him uh for the support and telling him to come cut some wood in kentucky <laughs> <laughs> so so and he literally screenshotted me like the dm uh because i was like i need it like i, I want to bring it up to him um so then july 15th my brother proposes to his girl and uh he gets his approval meaning theo so now is soon to be stepson and then her yes um and then july 31st uh he, he also dm'd you asking when you're coming into town and you said so sometime in september you believe which now we uh, learned is, I mean, COVID just messes up every single timeline ever, but it's canceled, which is good. So, uh, yeah, so you're obviously coming now March 31st. Um, and then November 17th, Joe uh, Joe's announced that you were coming. October 1st was our first podcast partnering with Joe's. So right away, I was like, I need to talk to LV. I need to tell him about like this just this special bond he has with my brother because my brother means everything to me. He's been there, obviously, through everything, through the ups and downs. Um, so yeah, today, March 9th, here we are, my brother and his fiance are getting married on April 2nd, two days after you're in town. I'm hoping they can still make it, but literally that Thursday is like when everybody, when all the family is coming into town for the wedding and all that. Um, but I was hoping I I want your help for their wedding gift. And what I was thinking was I was going to get the lyrics of my boy printed on like some cool vinyl thing on Etsy. And then I was going to go to Guitar Center and buy a guitar. And I was just hoping I could leave it uh, in the green room at Joe's and have you sign it, if that's okay, and then present them. Yeah, you can do that. I don't. I can handwrite them lyrics, whatever you want to do, man. It's, it's all good. Well, all- I like, I seriously, thank you. Um, I, I don't know really how to express what you mean to my brother and Theo and Nicole um, and especially my boy, because I know as an artist or as someone that's enjoyed music, you understand that music really hits home with some people. But your song of my boy has like impacted so many lives. And I know you understand that, but it like hitting close to me. I just want to thank you for your song and your talent and putting it out there. Well, I appreciate it, man. I mean, I think it's uh. I think it's important as as artists as you know. I feel like there's this weird stigma that you know around being uh, being a, a male and being a male artist at these these days. And it's like uh, you know, there's not a lot of vulnerability out there. And it's like you, you hear County Roads and man, we're we'll, we'll rock out when it's time to rock right. out. But when you listen to my boy, you know, there's you know love and 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 all that stuff, family and and forgiveness and everything is just as important as as trying to be a damn badass you know what i mean it's like it's and more important than than all of that and songs like my boy you know i feel like more songs like my boy or like things a man ought to know and that just you know one song of the year my girl laney but uh all that stuff is super important within music too and i'm glad that i got to be the vessel to deliver this song in particular and, and i'm glad that uh that your brother got one of those videos man i do that i do that stuff for for people when i you know want to get a chance sometimes i used to pride myself in uh in answering every message i got on facebook or instagram or whatever and you know fortunately but unfortunately the the number of messages has has grown to a point at now that i i 
it'd be hard. It would take time away from my family to just sit there and answer messages all the time. And, and, uh, you know, first world problems, I get it, but every now and then it's cool to just send somebody a video or something. Cause I remember like if, when I was like, when I found an artist that I love, I've, I've sent messages and, and I still do this day sometimes hoping that I'll get a reply and to, to get a reply like that when I was, you know, just reaching out to an artist that I just found that I love their music, that would have been so badass to me. So it's like, but I, I didn't ever get to feel it. So I was like, maybe I'll just let somebody else feel it. Then, you know, but thank you guys. I really appreciate it, man. And, uh, I'm dude, I'm pumped to come to Joe's. It's going to be sick. We're going to have a blast. We are pumped to have you pull up that banner again, please. Um, so, oh, it's coming up. Uh, yeah. Go get tickets at um, joesbar.com. LV Shane will be here in the city. Joe's on Weed Street, March 31st. Uh, we can't wait to have you in the city, dude. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. You guys take care. All right. We'll see you there. <laughs>